My earlier fascination with learning processes emerged when I was trained as a fighter pilot in the Israeli Air Force. Welcome to Create New Futures, a show about thought-provoking ideas and practices you can use to create and shape your future in life and in business. Join Aviv Shahar, author and innovation strategy consultant, as he shares his proven strategies that have helped clients create breakthrough results. Aviv has guided executives at Fortune 100 companies, and now he wants to help you. This is Aviv with a new episode of Create New Futures, and this episode is the first in the Collective Intelligence series, and it is titled Listening Level 5. In my book, Create New Futures, I reflected on four levels of listening. In this key, for the first time, I'm introducing a fifth dimension and describing how you can engage its transformative power. I first discovered the levels of listening in my coaching and consulting work, which was concurrent with my own development journey. My earlier fascination with learning processes emerged when I was trained as a fighter pilot in the Israeli Air Force. There are two kinds of pilots, the naturals, or what I call the gut pilots, and the head pilots for whom the sense of flight is not natural or intuitive. The fact that I was not a natural pilot became obvious quickly. At that point, I didn't know if I could become a head pilot. I quickly knew, however, that to succeed, I had to overcome the fact that flying was not natural and not easy for me. What did become quickly natural and worked well for me was improving by learning. Although I started the training at the bottom of my class, by the time we graduated, I was second based on my results. What enabled this performance was my fascination with the learning process. I became obsessed with discovering why some people learn quickly and others don't, and what could I do to accelerate my learning. This early fascination and the insights that found me, such as the understanding of the four memories, stimulated my study of adult learning and its application to both individual and group learning processes. And these inquiries then shaped how I developed the art of choreographing transformational experiences. Their levels of listening and their practices emerged in this crucible as I discovered my sweet spot and created and delivered differentiated wow experiences for executive teams that aspire to produce breakthrough results by developing radically higher levels of performance. To put listening level 5 into context, let's reflect on listening levels 1 through 4. So at listening level 1, L1 that is, you pay little attention to the words you hear in a given conversation in which you are a participant. Rather than listening deeply, you are merely in the peripheral hearing mode. For example, during a conference call you engage tasks that require the verbal zone in your brain such as reading and or writing an email. The conference calls recedes to the background, and although you hear the words, you are not engaged in deciphering the meaning or context. The conference call comes to the foreground 
only when your name is mentioned, at which point you immediately shift into level 2 listening. At L1, you cannot make a meaningful contribution because you are mentally and perhaps physically absent from the conversation. At listening level 2, L2 that is, you are in the conversation to advance your agenda and achieve your objectives. You think about what people are saying so you can decipher their meaning, understand the context, and judge the importance of their positions or perspectives relative to their implications for you. For example, this listening mode is activated during a debate when winning requires you to decipher the other side's logic and devise persuasive counterpoints. The L2 listening dynamic occurs as you formulate your next move, framing possible responses and questions. Attorneys cross-examining witnesses in court who ask only questions for which they already know the answers is another example. L2 is targeted listening that helps you steer the discussion and negotiate the outcomes you desire. Listening level 3, L3, brings a new depth to the interaction. You go beyond merely listening, seeking to ascertain the meaning of words as well as to recognize and filter the emotions and feelings behind them. Whereas at L1 you hear the words but are absent from the conversation, and at L2 you are anchored in yourself and your perspective as you decipher their meaning and implications for you, at L3 you shift to a more centered view between you and the other person. For example, when you mentor someone, the L3 listening dynamic is activated as you try to understand the other person's perspective and needs. You listen to people's tones so you can feel their emotions and appreciate their underlying concerns, desires, and needs. True listening and emotional connection begin at the third dimension of the listening process. Listening level 4, L4, is whole person listening. It embodies the saying, I am all ears, because you listen to the other person with every cell in your body. And now your center of gravity shifts from the middle point to fully encompassing the other person. This quality of listening is an art, a skill, and a discipline that can cause profound healing. The experience of feeling, like you have been fully witnessed and heard, free of any agenda or judgment, can be a transformative process for each person in the conversation. Okay, these are the four levels of listening. And so let's talk about listening in business settings. In our strategy and leadership events over the last two decades, I've introduced and explained these four levels of listening time and again. There are two reasons why I've never gone beyond L4 to the next dimension of listening in these settings. First, perhaps only 5% of leaders find the facility to intentionally step into L4 listening. 
Most business environments are dynamic, demanding time and attention that physiologically may overwhelm people. Rival rest dynamics move rapidly, while human beings are conditioned to operate in a reactive mode. When people are overtaxed, their brains are saturated with cortisol, the body's alarm system and stress hormone, which makes L4 listening difficult or even impossible. L4 listening requires an intentional effort to slow down. Doing so is difficult. People who believe they must rush around fail to realize that to speed up productively, they must first slow down. I've witnessed and experienced the outcomes of this misconception hundreds of times. Slowing down speeds up understanding and appreciation, which enables people to accelerate agreement and alignment. In our work with executive teams, we choreograph and facilitate experiences that force members to slow down. They discover that by entering deep L4 conversations, they are able to access a potent learning zone in which creative ideas and innovative solutions begin to emerge. The 5% of leaders who adopt L4 listening as a practice and view it as a muscle that must be exercised regularly discover that choosing to create this learning space can result in transformative experiences for themselves and for the other people involved. The second reason I do not go beyond level 4 in business settings is that I have observed that few people are prepared to tolerate the more complex frameworks that define these higher levels. Those who become involved in deeper transformation work will often discover three additional dimensions of listening that facilitate and open them to profound realizations. We describe the first of these levels here. Listening level 5 builds on the L4 practice. The awareness of an additional listening presence is triggered when you enter into L4's whole person state. And the new dimension begins to appear when you discover that it is as though while listening to the other person, you concurrently step back inside yourself to experience and or observe the interaction and how it evolves in you. You focus on how you listen, noticing the transformative outcomes of that intense attention. And there is an added quality and presence that accompany this L5 listening. The shift to L5 can arise, for example, when you are so captivated by a deeply moving piece of music that you become one with it. And entering into this altered state awakens then an additional self-witnessing presence. That is to say, in one part of you, you are one with the music. And in the other part of you, you are witnessing the oneness you are experiencing with the music. That's the emergent property of L5 listening. A similar experience can occur when you listen to an inspirational teacher. If you allow his or her teaching to emerge in you as it is transmitted, this process and flow can rewire your mind and refashion 
your appreciation in real time so that you both witness and experience the reconfiguration process as it develops. That's the character of the L5 experience. It has these two dimensions collaborating concurrently, the experiencing self and the witnessing of that experience all at the same time. In a future key, I will discuss the three natures of coherence that can arise in conversations conducted at deeper levels of listening. I will also describe the sixth and seventh dimension of listening, which involves subtle processes and states that seldom emerge in business settings. More naturally, these levels belong inside a developmental and or spiritual inquiry into how we can be of service to the purposes of life by becoming conduits of superior intelligence, ready to translate insights from the realms that bless the higher human endeavor. Here is an extra afternote in the spirit of disclosure. If you've been reading my newsletters for a while and or listening to these recordings, you have probably discerned that my consulting work with senior executive teams is nourished by a deep spiritual inquiry. I've been on this journey since the age of 21, and in other ways even earlier. At age 42, I brought my focus to leadership and strategy work with executives. This shift was both a choice and a necessity. Years earlier, I promised my wife Sarah that the material needs of our family would be provided for as a natural outflow of my spiritual inquiry. At 42, I felt that I had developed an indestructible core, anchored in the deep belief that we humans, all of us on this planet, are doing more than seeking a spiritual experience. Rather, we are spirit beings pursuing the human experience for evolutionary purposes, our own and that of the universe. In actuality, the deeper transformational work arising now in humanity involves people stepping forward as agents of emerging consciousness. I discovered that engaging in this inner work concurrently with the intensity and pressure of high-level business and strategy consulting created a triple bonus for me. First, it continually tested me, forcing me to go deeper and ever deeper in my inner quest. Second, I was able to enter a rarefied consulting levels that offered profoundly lucrative results, exceeding what I imagined possible, and which now render me free. Third, my consulting work has been exhilarating as I've had the opportunities to interact and learn from special and smart leaders who continue to inspire me with their compassion, brilliance, and generosity. For these reasons, and because of my promise to my granddaughter Talia, which I've shared in an earlier episode, I feel that I am called to offer and share openly with people outside of my spiritual community the insights I've gained through the deeper realizations that have nourished and powered my journey over the last 40 years. It is possible that there is another act for me, one that could lead to delving more deeply and in whole new ways in business and on the frontiers of spiritual transformative journeys with new groups of multi-generational pioneers who are keen to follow such a path. I trust that if this is what the universe requires of me, those who need me will find me. It is my experience and belief 
that there are now new capabilities, faculties, perceptions, and behavioral sciences and arts that are activating and coming online to help humanity emerge and transcend the predicament of our civilizational crises. There are many of us spread all around the planet who have been waiting for this time, a bit like sleeping agents from the future, alertly waiting for an activating signal that calls those who are ready to step into service in small and in large ways. For me, the signal now beckons, and I'm ready for a new emergent future. Thank you for listening. Aviv always encourages his clients to identify the one or two ideas they can move forward into action immediately. What will you capture and apply today? You can always begin with a small action and then build momentum over time. When you move forward from an idea to action, you get immediate ROI, return on the time you invested, and return of learning. And then the learning cycle builds the success propulsion. One more thing. You can reach Aviv directly by phone and email to discover how he can help you create a new future for your business and organization. Creating your new future can begin today.